0: Hi everyone, Um, this is Evan with Team Evan and I'm here with our latest segment of Seven with Evan and I am incredibly excited about my guest today, Um, Sherry Leopold. Her and I have been running together for just over a year and we have such an amazing story. We actually met on an airplane Um, and so she is here to share with you more about her passion and everything that she has been building and creating. And yeah, so welcome, Sherry.
1: Thank you for having me, Evan. And we do have fun together. So I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: Adventures with Sherry and Evan. You
1: betcha, hashtag that sucker.
0: Yes. So Sherry, why don't you start by telling the people of Team Evan a little about yourself?
1: I am married and have three children. They're all grown. I'm expecting my first grandbaby in May, so I'm super excited about that. I love cats and animals in general, and I love helping people. That's one of the things that I have, I think, always done probably my whole life, Um, and it just so happens that one of the places that I have fueled that passion is in the direct selling and network marketing industry, which is why I was on the airplane when we met. Um, I was uh, going to a trip that I had earned in Las Vegas and uh, was uh, lucky enough to sit next to you.
0: It was was quite remarkable and, and definitely part of our plan but for us to sit next to each other. And it's funny because I was also going to a conference for a different company um, in the direct selling world. So, And we got to chatting and here we are a little over a year later doing completely different things than direct selling, so. um,
1: And just more. I mean, I think that's the the incredible thing is that you and I are both doing, things together and both doing those things still, but we have expanded our platforms, which is so, uh, gosh, it's just so amazing to me both to watch you, you know, expand yours, which is obviously part of my passion is I love seeing that in others and being part of that encouragement process and, and helping in that growth process, but, but also expanding my own because I have, created my own platform since we met um that i'm very excited about as as you well know so um and sort of just in its new territory for me so so that's exciting change is good
0: it is good it's very exciting and it's been really fun to watch you build your platform um as i also build mine Um, so why don't you Tell us a little bit about your passion and platform and things like that.
1: What I started actually, it kind of kind of, really came to about June of last year of 2018. I really put it technically on paper with a name in August, but um, it's actually called Stop Self-Bullying, What to Do When the Bully is You?, Um, And that is all encompassed under my, I guess you want to call it umbrella platform of Dream Big with Sherry, which is really just to help uh, people of all ages and all stages live their best life. And I feel like people have a tough time living that best life, if they're spending a big part of that life beating themselves up. And so through a series of different things, that sort of led me to that sort of hyper focus of really helping people um, have the tools to be able to get a handle on on why they do that, acknowledging why they would self bully, and also, uh, you know, how to change that behavior and really evolve, which is my whole platform of you know, to live your best life. It's really difficult to do that if you're spending time saying, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm stupid, I'm broken, broke, whatever words that we're using to kind of batter ourselves with. It's very hard to stand in greatness when you're standing in the mire of self-defeating words.
0: That's so true. And and it's I love your platform because... Bullying is such a huge topic in as you know, I'm a teacher and so in the realm of education and I think even outside of education it is it is just becoming such a huge and important thing to be discussed. And I think we often overlook how we bully ourselves. Exactly,
1: which is kind of my point. Everybody is all up in arms. Oh my gosh, bullying, it's so terrible. But nobody actually stops and takes a second to talk to the person who was bullied to see what they do with that information that was (laughs) downloaded in them. You know, like we want to go after the person that did the assault, which is great and that's fine, and they probably need help. But I think the more insidious problem in our society is that we all have issues with people who have bullied us. Many times it's our own family when we were little, friends, people that we should have been able to quote unquote trust. And, and now we're sort of damaged with those, those words and those things that were said to us. And we just continued to do it to ourselves. And nobody was addressing that issue. Like I went out and tried to research it and see what I could find. And the thing is, it isn't that maybe people aren't aware that it happens because you hear people say, talk about self-defeating words and, and things like that. But what I saw the lack of and where I felt the need to step in was, it's one thing to identify it. It's a completely separate thing to say, hey, okay, so now that we know what it is, how do we make an impact in changing this? That's the action step is missing, in, in my opinion. And that's the gap that I wanted to fill with the book, with, as you know, I'm working on the curriculum for preschoolers right now. I'm starting with preschoolers. Um, but that's the gap I want to fill. I want to be that leader that steps forward and say, hey, we've had enough, here's some tools, let's implement this and get a handle on it. You know, it's time to put a stop to this. It'll never be completely eradicated, we're human beings, we're going to have bad days, but we can slow this insidious growth of self hatred and self abuse. I mean, and, and I feel like the only way to do it is to teach people and give them the tools to do it
0: and i think you you said something and uh, that you're starting the curriculum with preschoolers and i think that's so awesome because it, it it those those negative thoughts and those negative things that we're told start at such a young age so if we can arm those young children with the tools to say wait stop like that's not true about me right i just i can imagine as my
1: phrase is no thank you i don't receive that
0: (laughs) yeah and i think if we can start at such a young age what will those children how will those children be different from how they grew up when they become adults i i just think that's so awesome and you you know and
1: i look at that and think you know how much easier it would be for teachers in second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, when you got delivered a class load of very self-confident, self-aware little humans, instead of ones who are always searching outside to just know I'm okay. Just the whatever way I show up, I'm okay. And I think that, you know, that training begins very young, which is why, you know, you and I have talked, why I felt such a pressing need to start at that preschool
0: age. Yeah, it's so important. I, I just think you're onto something huge here, and, and I am I commend you, and I'm so proud of you for, for you. taking this on, not only because is it, it's a huge undertaking. I mean, you know, changing the mindset of adults is challenging. <laughs> yes,
1: true. Which is why you start with the preschoolers. Exactly. But I also think, which actually leads to another thing, and one of the other components that I'm actually going to be working on, um, probably simultaneously with some other things, is really a parenting component, because you got to think about this. We can we can implement this with three year olds, right? Like we can teach this to them. But that's not really going to show up into fruition until those kids get older and grow up. If we can't go back and give the same toolbox to a 25-year-old brand new parent or a 40-year-old parent who now has grandkids, you know Or grandkids, we have to somewhere impart these tools to people who uh, aren't in preschool, right? So that's why we. I, I'm kind of going at both ends of the spectrum, cause I'm really, you know, I'm hoping it'll meet in the middle somewhere so that we can have, get some, um, I don't know, I can't want to say it, get a handle on it, but we're going to have to get some control of some of these things. And the only way to really make a big impact is to, to catch them when they're young, but also to help teach the new parents Um, how to help encourage and uh, enforce, if you will, and encourage the things that they're going to be learning in that curriculum, right? Um, And and you know, I always say it's, it's great to provide shelter and clothing and food and all the things for a child. But the most important thing I believe Uh, with all my heart, is that you can teach that child to love themselves and their own unique qualities, however they show up in the world. Tall, short, fat, skinny, freckles, black, you know, whatever, whatever way, shape, color, whatever you show up is loving yourself that way. And, and really putting the weight of how you feel about yourself on how you feel about yourself, not what the reflection is to other people. So, a lot of retraining in the <laughs> parent space, yeah, and, and above age. Right. So,
0: I think it's so great that you're encompassing the village, as as yeah. we sometimes say. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a tickle in my throat. Um, so, how this this passion that you've discovered is so important? How did you come? How did it come to you? How did you find it?
1: Well it's interesting I feel like it was um, something that's been brewing a really long time actually um, just I can see it when I look back throughout my life um, I'm going to be fifty four next or in May and you know and I look back in certain things that I've done certain jobs uh, even in high school certain things that I did in college um, I think that passion for helping people was always there I liked I'm very solution-oriented, so like I like to problem-solve. I mean, that's kind of a, a thing for me. I kind of sort of get a charge out of it. So like I think that part of my personality, along with seeing... Now, I'll tell you really what the catalyst, honestly, was that actually, I always say that like forced the download completely from God to my head. Um, Because I feel like it was downloaded in me, in my spirit, literally, because I had the name of the book was put in my head, literally, when I was driving in a car, and I was on about a 10-minute drive to a networking meeting uh, for one of my businesses. And so I was listening to the radio, and they had come on, and they had said that Anthony Bourdain was dead, and that, you know, they were kind of talking about his career, and (laughs) This was about maybe a month after Kate Spade um, committed suicide and I had an out loud conversation with myself. I was driving by myself. <laughs> I'm sure you're shocked. Um, but I was literally talking out loud and I was like, I do not understand this. These These two people had money. They had fame. They had the job, dream jobs. They both had families that loved them. They both had tons of friends. They both seemingly had everything going for them. You know, and I started thinking, oh my gosh, so did Michael Jackson and so did Prince and, you know, so did Whitney Houston. I'm like Robin Williams, all these people. And I'm like laundry list and am like, what is wrong in this picture? What's the common denominator and I was like, if they had to be hating on themselves, that was it. I mean, like it occurred to me that was like the common denominator. So like while everything should have been great and should have been lined up and amazing by what people on the outside looking in, the one thing when we're looking at somebody else is we can't see what they're thinking about themselves, right? So that's the one common thing with all of them was they couldn't shut up what I call IV, (laughs) which stands for IV intravenous, which is the little bag and their bag was kind of filled with crap. I suck. I'm rotten. I, you know, I'm a failure. I can't do anything right. Whatever's in your IV and running in the vein, you got to control what's in that bag. And uh, sometimes people in your network like to put things in your IV And um, that's where you come in with the no thanks, I don't receive that. And I talk about that in the book. That's one of the things I think when people get in that position, I was driving in that car and I was thinking, what is wrong with society? How, why is this happening? And I'm like this, I just kept thinking this has got to stop. This has got to stop. And that's literally where I feel like I sort of accepted the, um, if you will, the the job of really pushing out the stop self-bullying movement. Like it was so in my spirit, it just flooded me. I'm like, I have to do this. And I remember I got out of the car, I was very quiet at the meeting. I, I didn't hardly say anything to anybody. <clears throat> and after the meeting I was talking with a friend of mine and I said she said, How you been? I haven't seen you for a while. I said, Great. I said, I think I'm decided I'm going to write a book. (laughs) And she goes, you are. And so she said, what's it about? And so I told her and she goes, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I was like, she was the first person that I I had told and I had said it out loud to. I was very sure of it already, which was really weird because it was the first time I'd thought of it. But then I realized after I talked to her and I was on my way back home, I started thinking about, you know, I think I've always cared. Um, like how people talked about themselves, like referred to themselves. Like I'm the person who would go, why do you say that? Or, you know, things like that. I would call people on on that. And so I think that's always been in me. Um, but I think hearing that on the radio and thinking, oh my gosh, this has to stop. And I, my immediate, like, what can I do? I'm like, what could I do? And the only thing that came to me was, People have got to stop self-bullying. Is this what it is? Doing it to ourselves.
0: You know, and we can't shut are,
1: our hand up.
0: You are really good at at calling calling people out because I know there have been a few times where I've said some, some things that have been negative about myself and you're like, wait, stop. That's <laughs> not true. What are you doing? Or, you know, I remember times where I'm like, Sherry, I, I, I'm so nervous. Like when I went up at the RUN conference and and shared my dream, kind of like you shared your, your yeah. dream with, with your friend at the networking meeting. And I'm like, I'm nervous. And you're like, nervousness is just excitement. That's right. It's all in what you call it. <laughs> yeah. See, and that was the
1: thing. It was like, I could have said, oh my gosh, I'd be nervous if I was you too how would that have helped you? That, that was the thing, you know, I had to alert you to what the reason that you were nervous was what you were telling yourself about it.
0: Exactly. It, it
1: wasn't necessary. And the thing was what you called it, wasn't going to change what happened or anything like that. I mean, that was just the thing. And that's what I'm talking about like in the book and I'm going to be doing some webinars and things like this. I really want to teach people, listen, You only get two things in your whole life that you get to control what you think and what you do. That's it. That's it. I can't control what you think and you do. I can only control what I think and what I do, which also I can control what I think about what you do. So, but it still goes back to, I can only control my thoughts.
0: And just because you're controlling your thoughts about what, you think about me or what I'm doing, that's not going to change what I do.
1: Correct. What's the old saying? Like, <laughs> it's like, whatever uh oh what is it drinking poison uh doesn't kill the person you're mad at or whatever you know what i'm saying like it doesn't help it only poisons you you know you're the one that perishes so you know what that's the same thing you know what's in the iv bag that's feeding you that's nourishing your body from head to toe every part of you is right here and is coming in throughout your body and circulating. So whatever's in that IV bag better be good. And trust me, you're the one that's putting it on the hook and you're the one that's refilling it. Other people try, but you still get to say yes or no. Definitely. No, thanks. I don't receive that.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so it's it's obvious that you are living your passion every single day what keeps you motivated to do this
1: you know i think what keeps me motivated to keep pushing forward is i long for the day when you can walk into any room any workplace and be surrounded with people who love themselves exactly with who they are. When you walk into a classroom and it's not four kids that are really confident and want to raise their hand, it's every kid is confident enough to raise their hand on day one. Like that's when you'll know you've made that impact, you know, that those kids, uh, they are totally okay with who they woke up, as today and how, and standing in the power of me, which you know, or you're very familiar with that because it's the name of my conference. And literally that's what it is. I really, that's how you'll know when, when, when everybody, you know, shows up and says, Hey, you can say anything you want about me and I'm going to be, it's still okay. That's how you know that you've got there, but that's the ultimate goal. And that's why that is so important to me that like, I'm not stopping for anything or anyone, because ultimately each one of us deserves to actually have that personal power and stand in the power of me every single day and live the life they love every single minute of it. Every one of us deserves that. And so that's what pushes me every day because we do deserve it. And there's a whole lot of people that are barely getting by and sometimes, I mean, I, I've actually even read stories of people who don't have any mirrors in their house. They can't stand to look at themselves. I'm like, I, 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 it's hard for me to even understand that. And I'm like, there has to come a day where we don't have that. That, you know, people are just okay being themselves.
0: Yeah, definitely. So,
1: basically, I want to live in a land of love. How about that?
0: <laughs> I love it i want to as well absolutely so so, um what has been your greatest success with living your passion gosh i know it's new so it's something you're still building but
1: you know i think somebody that i've uh been mentoring um, kind of the last four months And um, watching, watching the transition that she has gone through in this last four months has affirmed for me that everything that I'm doing has been worthwhile and on track. And now I know because it's made very clear sense to her, and I've seen just miraculous changes in her personal life as a result and how she feels about herself how she talks about herself. And I think the ultimate icing, if you will, on that cake is actually one of the things that I have, and it's on down in the future, but um, I want to be able to um, train people to um, share the power of me and, and the stop self bullying. So I, I, I don't want to be the only voice of it. So I want to train people to do that. And she said to me, I, I want to be one of your trainers
0: how awesome.
1: I know I was like, "Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> Don't make me cry." <laughs> so I was like that was like to me that was like, "Wow, that's awesome." I mean, like that's growth and to me that is so incredibly exciting. And and if I guess maybe that's one of the things that like pushes me to keep going because I know that it's making an impact and that's just one person that I see, I want to impact millions of people in that same way, so.
0: And you're going to, oh, I know it. I'm excited. So what has been your most challenging part about having your passion in this whole stop-self-bullying movement that you're starting?
1: I think some of it is just it's not the content because I feel like I have very good command of that. Actually, ironically, it's just the things that I've not done before, like, and, and we've talked about this, like not knowing how to publish your book and you know do webinars. and it's like the learning curve is sharp on on some of those things. so it, it's more sort of the technical things of trying to get myself you know, in the space that I feel uh, confident to deliver those things and, um, you know, get command of them because I've not done them before, which I do love change and, and I love learning. So that's not necessarily a bad thing, but that's probably been the most challenging thing. and And, and also oh, having no. to rely on other people for pieces of the things that i can't do like the formatting And you know like we've talked about this but like the pieces like i have the written part good but i still have to have other people do things and i'm not used to doing that because i'm like a super self-starter <laughs> so that part is um been a challenge for me to to, to let go and say okay i hold my baby gently, you know, <laughs> don't hurt my baby <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Take good care of my baby.
0: So I love an entrepreneur, right? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so anyway, that that's kind of been the biggest challenge, I think, is just having to rely on other people to do pieces of things that, you know, I don't know anything about.
0: So. Yeah, and, and when they're holding your content in the palm of – their hands and you're crossing your fingers that everything turns out okay and they don't (laughs) they don't mess up everything you've worked for i i definitely i definitely understand how challenging that is and and i i'm sure because we're very similar that in some of these cases it's lighting a fire in you to learn how to do it yourself because i know when i (laughs) When I went to publish my book, I was like, I don't, "I'm not paying for this again. I'm going to figure out how to do it again, or <laughs> how to do it myself." So, I, yeah. I know. there's that part. Yeah. So, my last question for you: um, What advice do you have for somebody who's trying to search for their for their own passion?
1: You know, I think um, we like to do things that we're good at. So I kind of think sometimes you need to stop and take a self inventory um, on number one, what things are you good at? You know, are you good at connecting with people? Are you good at helping people? Are you good at, I don't care if it's embroidery. It, it doesn't it matter what, it, doesn't is, matter what it is, but finding, finding oh my gosh, can you gosh, hear that? Can you hear that oh, Okay, whatever. Whatever. Right. So no, finding, no, what, finding you're what you're good at, at and then and also, also really um, uh, connecting, connecting what you're good, what at good at in a way, and a way that, that, that you can spend time you love doing. Love doing. So, so you know like the, with the know, like, embroidery, the knitting, I don't, know, I don't care what it is. What is. What I, I believe anything, anything that you love that doing can probably be a business. That, that's me and just finding where, finding those where when you're really passionate about it, you really don't see it as work so much as a label.
0: Definitely. So that's, I, that's awesome advice. Cat. <laughs> different,
1: one, different
0: one. So I want to thank you, Sherry, for coming on 7 with Evan um, and sharing about your really exciting movement, um, Stop Self Bullying, as well as you're sharing with our team, Evan Aries, um, all of the exciting things you have going on and what you're truly passionate about. And you know, I love you and I appreciate everything that you do. And I'm so excited to see you run with this important, important movement. So thank you so much for coming on on seven with evan today
1: thank you i appreciate, you. I appreciate it very appreciate much it. and, I'm, and so I'm so thrilled to have really you by you. my side I'm doing not it not so i appreciate it, it. So i appreciate
0: it definitely well thank you mm-hmm. and have a great evening
1: thank you oh and by the way if people want to connect with me they can connect with me definitely on sharing. Sharing. Com.
0: awesome and I'll post that in the description of of our seven with Evan tonight too. So awesome!
1: Thank you. Awesome. Can connect Thank you. and follow. And you know I'm your biggest, you know cheerleader, you know I'm so. biggest
0: cheerleader. So. And I'm your biggest cheerleader. So.
1: Yay! <laughs>